Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about 401ks, self-directed IRAs, trustees, leverage, all kinds of great stuff. So I think I've got a really good episode for you. Three great questions. One from chat. If you uh, have questions, you can always chat us on our website, IRA Financial Group, on Twitter and from Facebook. So let's get right down to business. Question one. I have a solo 401k and want to invest in a business that will be using leverage. Can I use the non-recourse loan exemption for the solo 401k plan for this transaction? So great question. So let's just take a step back here. A solo 401k can invest in a business so long as you nor any disqualified person, which essentially is the 401k participant and any of his or her lineal descendants, parents, children, spouse, darnless son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such persons. So as long as you're not going to own more than 50% and not have a personal stake in the business and actually not personally benefit from the 401k investment. So long as that's the case, yes, your 401k can invest in a business. Now, if the business is a C corporation, an Inc., then there will be no potential issues. So your 401k could invest in a C corporation business active, like a restaurant, As long as you're not over the 50% or any disqualified person is, no problem. Now, if your 401k is investing in a business that's a pass-through entity, like an LLC or partnership, then you may have some issues. Why? Because number one, if the business generates flow-through business income in excess of a thousand bucks, a tax called the Unrelated Business Taxable Income Tax, or UBIT, or UBTI could apply and could impose up to a 37% tax on the net business income allocated to the 401k. Now you're right, there is an exemption under 514 C9 of the tax code if a 401k invests in a real estate deal using a non-recourse loan and the non-recourse loan is used for real estate acquisition and deadness, essentially as, as part of the acquisition. Now in this case, if the LLC or partnership that your 401k is investing in has leverage outstanding, meaning it has a bank loan or it's financing inventory, that exemption under 514C9 will not apply because it's not focused on real estate acquisition and deadness. The non-recourse loan, the leverage is being used for business purposes and not real estate acquisition. So that exemption would not apply. In any event, you're still probably going to have the UBIT because even if you had a exemption for leverage, because the 401k is investing in a pass-through business like an LLC, it's still going to have UBIT on the business income, even if there's no leverage. So that's not going to be the issue. Now, one last thing. A C-Corp will block any application of the UBTI for active business income, net profits allocated to the 401k, no UBIT because there is a corporate level tax. Think of it as a C-Corp, it's a big box, boxes in all that income, the income subject to corporate tax, and then any net 
profits, any retained earnings would be dividended out to the 401k without tax. So a corp is a blocker in essence. So even if the corp uses leverage um, or generates active business income over a thousand bucks, no UBIT. UBIT only applies in the setting of a business if there is a pass-through entity in which the business is operated through and there's over a thousand dollars in net income irrespective of leverage. But great question. Really enjoy that question. Really good stuff. Second question is from Twitter. I want to change the registered agent on my self-directed IRA LLC. How do I do that? Okay, great question. We have a compliance department. If you're a client of IRA Financial, you just let us know um, and we can help you do that. It's actually pretty simple. You generally just need to go to the website where you form the state and there's a form to change the registered agent. There's usually a small fee um, and that's it. Really simple. You, you submit it and then we will amend your operating agreement to show the new registered agent. So it happens quite often, no big deal. Um, and we can help you do that if you are a client of IRA Financial and are a part of our annual compliance membership program, uh, which you should be if you're not, um, because it's, it's literally under 200 bucks a year and you have access to all our tax experts and this is the kind of stuff that we can do for you. So you should do it. Um, but either, either way, uh, give us a call, chat us, and we'll help you out. Third question from Facebook. Can I use a trustee for my solo 401k plan that is not involved in the business? The answer is yes, of course. Um, the next question is why would you want to do that? Okay. Again, the trustee has total control over the plan investments. The trustee cannot take the money and use the money for his or her purposes, but in the setting of a 401k, the trustee has total discretion generally over making plan investments. So most 99.9% .9 of solo 401k cases, the actual business owner slash plan participant will also be the trustee. Now it could happen where a spouse has a business and they're going to have the other spouse as the trustee. In some cases, I, I try to suggest have dual trustees getting some input from your spouse, but also having some responsibility for your own plan. Now, some people just say, nah, I don't want to be involved. I don't care. I trust my spouse or, or I trust this person. That's fine. Spouse is not as great risk, obviously, because um, you're living with the person. Um, you kind of trust them. But to just have a random person be your trustee, somewhat risky. Some people take the position that, hey, if I just have a random person as my trustee to plan, then I'm not a disqualified person because I'm not a fiduciary and I can just make investments to suit my own interest. That is not true. There's case law that um, disputes that and states clearly that you cannot um, remove the fiduciary responsibility you have as a plan participant. So even though you think that you can provide and allocate your responsibility to a third party as a trustee, you still technically have some control over the plan. So that's not going to help you. All in all, be very cautious if you want to have a third party be your trustee. So if Warren Buffett says, hey, uh, Joe, I really want to be the trustee of your plan. Okay. I mean, I, in that case, I, I guess that would work. But for most cases, I would be very reluctant. Um, you can say, okay, I'll, I'll, let's be co-trustee. So you can make some decisions, but I want to be involved. If it's a spouse, no big deal. But if it's a third party, um, someone you're not related to, even if they are a financial advisor or someone you think is super successful, uh, just be very cautious because you are giving up control over your plan investments. Now, again, they can't just take the money and use it for their own personal purposes, but they do have control over the investments. And um, 
it's just an added level of risk that I'm just not sure is necessary. Um, you can always hire a financial advisor or just kind of pay someone on the side to give you advice, but you should be the one signing uh, for that investment or making the ultimate decision, whether it's stocks or cryptos or real estate or hedge fund investments or private loan investments, whatever the 401k is investing in, ultimately it's your money. You should make that final decision. Yes, you can certainly consult with third parties, but you should be the trustee of the plan, especially in the solo 401k. It's not like we're talking about a business with 50 employees and you're in charge as the trustee for just making sure all um, plan participants' assets are, are safe, secure, and being invested as um, this as, as um, allocated by the participant. Here, it's just you, okay? So you, you should have control over your own money. There's no reason not to be the trustee of your plan other than a spouse or a special family member. Uh, I just don't think it, it's necessary. So thanks for that uh, question on Facebook. And again, if any of you guys, clients or not clients, bring it on, baby. I'm okay. I'd love to answer your questions. This is probably the most fun I have all week, believe it or not. I know it's kind of pathetic, but it's true. This is actually one of my favorite things to do is get great questions, prepare, and then do this podcast and hopefully share some of the information uh, knowledge I have with all of you uh, so we all can become smarter, better self-directed investors. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for watching if you're doing so on YouTube. Appreciate all the support. Have a great rest of your week and talk to everyone again next week. Thanks.